Tech Talks in 20 focuses on the hottest technology topics and customer experience right now. When we talk tech, we cover everything from supercharging the customer experience with AI to composable CX to what's hot with bots. Plus, we reveal the data behind the latest customer and employee experience technology trends, all in about 20 minutes. Welcome to Tech Talks in 20. I'm Michael Logan. And I'm Ginger Conlon. Ginger, let's talk about uh, evolution of the cloud. What are, well, typically when we're evaluating an evolution or a change or a shift to a cloud solution, we really focus on the technology, right? We do, but that is not the only important thing. No, it's not. Well, tell, tell us more. What, what are the important steps? People, process, and technology make up the three legs of the shift to cloud stool. Well, while this is Tech Talks in 20, I think we're going to have to focus on the other two today a little bit. And we, we, How are we going to focus on the people and processes today? What are we going to talk about? Well, we have a special guest with us to talk about the people process and a little bit of the technology okay. shift over to cloud at Unisys. And joining us is Aaron Meyer. He works in the digital workplace solutions team at Unisys doing solutions development. Well, let's hear more about their evolution. Aaron, welcome to Tech Talks in 20. We're so glad you're here. Please tell our audience who you are, what you do at Unisys, and a little bit about Unisys as well. Right on. Thanks for having me. I'm Aaron Meyer. I live in sunny Tucson, Arizona, and I've been handling various contact center technology in some capacity or another for about 25 years. Over the years, I've had many different contact center providers and solutions in my portfolio, not just ACDs, but supporting systems like CRM, IT service management, knowledge management, et cetera. Historically, obviously, it was uh, mostly on-premise. We started virtualizing systems around 2016-ish and really started moving fully cloud-hosted around 2018. So currently, I work for Unisys in our Digital Workplace Solutions Unit, where I design and implement systems that underpin our end-user services offerings, which includes our CCAS environment. Fantastic. So you were saying that Unisys recently moved to Genesis Cloud. We want to talk about your journey today. And Unisys' situation is different than many other organizations because you provide service and support for other businesses. So tell us a little bit more about that. Certainly. Our digital workplace unit, we basically we empower our clients' workforce with the tools and services uh, that they need to securely work from anywhere, anytime, and on any device, which really is kind of the modern hybrid workplace, right? And so and in such a fast-moving marketplace, um, you know, we're always setting new goals for ourselves to raise the bar. So to achieve those goals, we started to reimagine our customer journey in a way that uh, is enhancing our abilities to deliver faster user support services, <clears throat> but also with an emphasis on persona-driven user experiences, efficiency of our associates, and automation. So our, our next generation service desk supports nearly 100 clients uh, across a diverse range of industries. Each of our clients are unique businesses who operate differently, and Unisys is a key partner in their technology ecosystems. So it's really, for us, it's not really a, a one-size-fits-all solution. 
we have to tailor our solutions to meet each of our clients' unique requirements. And those solutions not only have to be uh, tightly integrated with our internal Unisys delivery infrastructure, but we must also integrate with client-owned systems operating within their networks and their security boundaries. Moving to the cloud must have been really complex for you. It must have been a, a difficult process. So what are some of the challenges you had and how did you overcome some of those instances? Um, yeah, so it was um, it, it was a, a complex a complex maneuver, particularly in such a short time frame. You know, for us on the surface, it, it kind of appears to be just one cloud CX implementation, but really it was dozens of implementations and cutover waves that we had to thread together. We had to do somewhere in the range of like 20 integrations to to our various client ITSM systems, as well as our own backend AI and chatbot toolkits, some of our customer solutions that they bring to the table as well. And so that, that you know, just adds those extra layers of complexity to things. So the other, the other piece is obviously being a managed service provider. We have a mix of both leveraged and dedicated agents. And so it was really critical that all of those clients and a cutover group went together. So we didn't end up splitting our support teams or stranding contacts. And while some of those systems that, that we integrated with from, from the client perspective, while they many of them are managed by Unisys, but some of them are actually managed by the client or their other partners. So that took a really high degree of coordination and cooperation, I have to say, uh, to establish a schedule. It also took a complete commitment from our implementation and our service delivery teams to hit our target dates. You know, slippage from just one client or one system could have a complete domino effect on the whole schedule. Can you talk a little bit about how you built that collaboration and kept it going over that process? Yeah, there were a couple of components. Um, so first off, what we tried to do was we had a couple of not necessarily trial runs, but we took some small bites first. We really kind of followed an agile methodology uh, to the way that we did things in sprints and cycles. And so we started off with a couple of small bites that would be easy wins, things that we knew we could be successful at. And then it gave us a chance to really trial run our plans, trial run our communications, trial run our templates. We learned from that first iteration, and then we went back. We did another one that was a little bit bigger bite, a little bit more complex. And then we kind of took a little break, go back, reflect on what we did, enhance the comms, enhance the training, uh, all of those things. And then is really when we started the, you know, kind of the, the, the train moving. So it wasn't just a sp simple spreadsheet that organized it all. <laughs> That's what I envisioned. Just a nice spreadsheet. No, okay. So let me ask this: what, Let's take a step back. Why did why cloud? What made you go that direction? What made with all that complexity? You probably had some some I shouldn't say fear, but you probably had some apprehension about you know moving all that. What cloud gives us is it really gives us speed and flexibility, uh, so we can put workloads where we need them to be. We can, um, you know, direct the contacts where we need them to be. Um, we're not pinned down to physical equipment at specific locations and specific centers. And so what, what cloud gives us is the ability to scale up rapidly, to be able to ship those workloads, 
be able to handle a hybrid workforce, just like our customers that are highly mobile or operating in a hybrid environment. We also operate in a hybrid environment. We have agents that are uh, inside our, our contact centers and we have agents that are working from home. We have agents that actually work from client locations. So, you know, it's, it's really quite a mix and going to cloud and being in the cloud really gives us that, that speed and flexibility we need to adapt to our operating environment as well as our clients' ever-changing needs. If I could follow up on that, when you talk about your operations, did, what, what was the biggest change you saw moving from the legacy way to the cloud way and how you operate? I think what it did was it unbound a lot of our projects and a lot of our initiatives. It unbound them from starting with, okay, what servers do I need? What applications do I need? Where is my infrastructure going to be? Right. And we could just start with, uh, with the process and with the outcomes that we wanted to achieve. And then, you know, go pick the pieces and modules that we needed to, to enable or we needed to go configure in order to, to get those things done. So going back to that journey over to cloud, we talk a little bit more about the change management, right? Talk a little bit about things like, all right, this is when we decided these are the processes we're changing, these are the processes we're keeping, who should be involved, how long things should take that. Let's get in the weeds a little bit. Sure. At the beginning, at the beginning of our journey, at least, we, we looked at it, we said we can take one of two paths. One path is we can reevaluate all of the processes and all of the things as we're building it into the new environment and, and kind of build directly for the future, if you will. So that's one way of doing it. We, you know, and there, there's some pros and cons to doing it that way. The other, the other option was to really just kind of do on day one, do a like for like shift, move it from point A to point B without trying to recreate and restructure everything. And and in past initiatives, we had done it the former way where we really took advantage of that motion to new tool sets, to really rethink processes and things like that as part of building into that new tool. And it really, it it makes for a really long and complicated project. You're also kind of layering change upon change. So what we decided to do in in this go around was we said, you know, let's just get from point A to point B first. This way we can minimize the amount of change and disruption to our our operations, to our agents, to our supervisors, and most importantly, to our clients. And then part of that process in going from A to B, there's always going to be some things that are a little bit different and changes that you have to make that you have to adapt to. But I think what it's helped us to do by taking that approach is it allowed us to learn the new tool set viewed through our existing lens. And then, you know, so immediately, like teams are looking at it saying, okay, this is what I can do next. Or now I understand how this works. Now let's do it this way, or this is the change I want to make. And so in the end, I think, you know, as, as, as things are tracking, the overall schedule is maybe similar. I still think we're going to get done, really be to that future state of where we wanted to be when we started sooner, you know, by not having to really learn thing, learn so many things the hard way, if you will. So with those, those, that ability to shift how you're working and how you're, how you're changing and how you're operating, 
What are some of the biggest successes you had around that? One of the things that's that's been successful is our ability to to really drive some standard some standard templates and and kind of productized modules out of things. So that way, as we were building things to make that point A to point B, it really set us up to be able to deploy things and configure things more rapidly going forward. And from a delivery standpoint, it really kind of helped align the delivery teams around how those standard modules work, right? And it kind of forces a a secondary question on if we're deviating from things that we know maybe best practice or we know is the best way to achieve the right kind of outcomes, that it sort of forces you to rethink that and not just kind of go forward on the easy path, but think about it and say, you know, actually, let's stay aligned here because this is what's setting us up for, you know, steps three, four, and five down the road. You're at a conference and you're talking to someone who's moving to the cloud, but they just have to move themselves. They don't have to move themselves and their clients. What's something that you took away from everything you learned that you would share with that person to really help them make their journey smoother? So I think earlier, you know, you mentioned like organizational change management. You know, I would definitely start there. It's really communication is crucial. What are we doing? Why are we doing it? What role do you need to play in this? And you know, when are we doing these different things? When are you going to be called upon? And what's the importance of doing your piece to ensure a successful outcome? It, I, I think that's that's the uh, huge, huge part. And then within that, definitely do not underestimate the amount of agents and supervisor training that needs to happen in that process. That a lot of times technical teams our implementation teams, they're so used to the tool or they're repeating this process kind of over and over. But for each new team that you're giving this to, this is all brand new to them. And so, you know, you have to make sure that you're you're baking in that time, that you're you're caring for that as part of the acceptance testing process, is really making sure that that agents get a chance to do those mock calls and do those mock chats and supervisors are watching their dashboards while that's happening so they can really experience the new environment before you switch it on and all of a sudden it's live. Now, we've talked about this a few times. You've brought it up, uh, change management, and we've actually talked about this uh, on our show before, but the idea of change management, was that something that you you put in place before that concept? Was there training around how we do change management? Was it a, a specific step you took before you made that process or was it something you learned along the way? Well, insert plug here, right? So yeah. this this happens to be one of the things that Unisys does uh, and offers as part of our solution set, right? Is uh, is is our office of, of, of OCM, so the uh, you know handling change management um, because it, it's a part of implementing any new system and and really driving innovations throughout the environment is is managing managing change. So, Aaron, any last thoughts about moving to cloud that you would share? You know, I, I think if anyone out there is having hesitations for some reason, I, I think you know, it, it, it don't don't hesitate. It's um, you know, it's been massively beneficial for us. It's truly enabled us just to focus on focus on processes, focus on outcomes, and just go do those things, and not have to spend so much time thinking about you know, boxes and places and 
and, and infrastructure, um, things like that. Just go do it. Now, with everything said, now you kind of look back a little bit, just kind of a last thought on how has it changed um, the satisfaction of the, those that are involved in that process, you know, from before to now? Is there, uh, do you see an increased satisfaction for users as well as developers and implementers? Yeah, so it's, it's also funny you bring that up because that's one of the things too that, that part of that get from point A to point B and then start taking advantage of all the new capabilities that, you're, that are at your fingertips, right? And so, um, so some of those things that became available to us uh, that we immediately jumped on uh, was around the speech and, te- uh, speech and text analytics, right? And, and understanding topic trends and sentiment analysis, right? And comparing um, perceived sentiment with our CSAT scores, right? And seeing how those two things align, really utilizing that sentiment to drive how we do our quality management programs, right? So we can be more focused, more targeted. And also as we're enabling things like agent assist, right? Is again, using those AI powered tools to help surface info for agents, help them get through the contacts faster and more accurate. You know, that, that that's all the good stuff that we can do. Is there always this evolution of, of knowledge around how you're evolving your, your solutions and what you've implemented already? I, I, absolutely. Because there's always new innovations coming in the tool set, right? I mean, every week there's new releases coming out, but also over that long arc of the roadmap of, of these new capabilities, you're always learning those things. Each time you implement something, you're learning from it, right? Mostly positive. Sometimes you learn some things you can improve upon, but that's that's all part of that, those feedback loops, right? It's part of that cycle. And then as we do those things and our customers experience, uh, experience them, then we go out and engage with the customers and we get their feedback and they go, you know, this is, you know, this is really great, but, or... They say, you know, that's really cool. I'd also like to do. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, and then that sends us down, you know, sends us down the, the, the next path. Well, that's great. We hope you continue to improve and continue to learn. And thank you so much for your time today and your insights to that Migration Club. We talked to Aaron Meyer at Unisys about the all important three legs of the moving to cloud stool, people, process and technology. That's right. There was technology in there, which is great because it wasn't just the people and processes. Absolutely. You need all three. All three. To make it work. And so one of the things that stood out for me, Michael, was when they were shifting to cloud and really thought about the user experience of their internal folks. And so they had persona-driven user experiences that they were focusing on. So cool. And they also, one of the things that they thought about was, okay, do we want to take our existing processes with us like for like, or do we want to rethink the processes before we move and change them as we shift over? And now their environment was very complex. So they said, okay, let's take some complexity out of this. Let's go like for like. And what happened that was so terrific was that users had a smoother move, but then they also were able to see what was possible once they started getting into the cloud tools. Yeah, I like that they took some complexity out of the complexity, right? They were with all that they had to do. But one of the things they recognized during that and that and that evolution was not to leave the end users behind because they said that there was that that tendency to want to just keep going and, and at a fast pace. And uh, those end users, it's new to them. And as they started to roll out 
new users, they wanted to ensure that that process included plenty of training around that. And then finally, as always, and and this is one message I really like hearing about an evolution to cloud is when you look back and you say, we're not just managing hardware any longer. We don't have to worry about plugging things in, blinking lights. We are now focused on software development and how we can just move away from that mindset of worrying about the the infrastructure and just focus on the outcomes, which I uh, he reiterated to us. And I really enjoy that message. Yeah, I love that too. The other thing I thought was terrific was that they did lots of trial runs and they started with the easier use cases and then moved to the more complex use cases, but they took time between each one to reflect and see, is there anything they wanted to do differently? So really smart process, really great ways of thinking of their team, and of course, terrific technology moving to cloud. As we close this week's episode of Tech Talks in 20, I want to thank everyone for listening and hope you were able to take something away from today's topic. Before we leave you, we want to remind you to be sure to take advantage of the resources listed below on Genesis.com. These expand on today's topic and will leave you with some additional information. Also, be sure to click subscribe to get notified of new episodes of the podcast and feel free to share with your colleagues. Again, thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Tech Talks in 20.